This hour of the Bill Meyer Show podcast is made possible by Clouser Drilling. Clouser Drilling is proud to sponsor the show. We appreciate them, too. If you need to drill for water, be sure to call Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. ClouserDrilling.com. Is the county where the fight should be politically in 2024? Give me your thoughts. I know that the system's always wanting us to uh, to focus on the president. The president's certainly important. Uh, Oregon will most likely, unfortunately, uh, not be in play when it comes to choosing the president unless we vote for the Democratic candidate. I'm just talking about the demographics where we find ourselves. But um, after talking with the senator, Senator Linthicum, then, uh, then, and then um, Kevin Starrett, in which uh, even your own Republican friends really don't seem to have your best interests, at least in the state legislature, at heart. At least it doesn't seem to uh, to work that way. Where do you go? And I'm thinking, I'm still thinking, and I've thought this for a number of years, the county is where a lot of the focus needs to be on. But yet the news is, I guess counties are not very sexy, though. It's much sexier to talk about being a uh, you know, state senator or maybe a U.S. senator or U.S. rep. I don't know. But uh, how you doing there, Deplorable Patrick? What are you thinking this morning? Welcome. Well, I'm doing okay. I'm still right side up. And Good. Happy New Year to you and all the great listeners and callers. Um, but uh, I had a question for you about Cliff Bentz, but maybe you've already answered it. Is he worth anything? I'm, he's one of the few that I've actually sent money to one time when he's first running, but I haven't seen him do anything. Maybe I've missed something, what, hmm. and I, but I'm worried about this uh, uh, proposed or uh, headed our way central bank digital currency, and you mentioned that would have to go through the Congress. I haven't heard Cliff Bentz even talking about it. I haven't had a chance to talk with him much about this uh, recently. I've had uh, some some votes that Congressman Bentz has been very good on and other ones I've not been so pleased with. And I'm still not all that happy with the uh, not going with the impeachment. And and I think that uh, the irritation at not going for the impeachment votes originally, I think, was sound because I don't think they're going to do an impeachment of Joe Biden. Would you agree with me on this this year? I would agree they're going to do nothing. Okay, yeah, and see that's and that's what I'm getting at. And and but they always hold this stuff. We're gonna have hearings and then we're gonna have this and then we're gonna do you know, maybe they'll do something with Mayorkas. Maybe he'll be the fall guy for the entire Biden administration. But I think in in election twenty twenty four, in an election year, I don't think they're gonna go for Joe Biden. Well that'll be that'll be fun to watch, but I'm I'm gonna retract what I said. They're not gonna do anything. They're going to talk and they're going to collect their pay. Mm-hmm. Those things they are going to do. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the so challenges I find, though, is that uh, is that I and like I said, and I'll have Jason Beeb on, but I, I'll, I'm going to talk to you the way I would be talking with Jason Beeb. Okay. Or is it Jason? Is it Beeb or Beeb? He was on Lars yesterday, and he's uh, no, he, he's going to primary Cliff Fence. All right. And well, and let's, and let's, I appreciate that, but what I have. How do I say this without being dis? I guess I am being a little dismissive, unless I'm unless I'm shown otherwise. Because if you're going to challenge an incumbent, even an incumbent that may not necessarily please conservatives all that much in the second district, like well, Greg Walden, for example, do you know how much money you need lined up to even begin to cut through to the people that don't pay attention, like in talk radio? People in talk radio pay yeah. attention. We're not the majority of it, though. You see what I'm getting at, right? Uh, totally. Yeah. yeah. 
remember, and I remember a number of years ago, and this was a few years ago when I was talking with Greg Walden. I said, "How much does it talk to? Uh, how much does it cost to actually run for re-election?" And at that time, it was three, four million dollars, three to four million dollars. Oh. So, if you're a mayor in Prineville who came in fourth place in the Republican primary when he was running to challenge. Uh, Senator Ron Wyden, I think it was, <laughs> was the last time they had to run for a, a higher office. I just don't know how serious you are. You see what I'm getting at? You know, the, this kind of things, the the Joe. It, it, it's, and I think that Trump actually hurt us a lot in this respect. Would you agree with me? And do you understand why I think Trump, Trump hurt us? I don't understand that. All right. Because Explain that. when now Trump didn't hurt us, not directly, I'm talking about, but. Trump giving the illusion that, well, Trump never uh, had any uh, experience before uh, running for president. No, he was just a superstar and was well-known, and everybody knew everything about him already, you know, which is not what's happening to everybody else trying to go for high office right off the bat. See what I'm getting at? That helped him. Yeah. That helped him get in uh, on fame. Exactly. Exactly. He was already famous and a known quantity, and people have been paying attention to him for years. But if you're running to take out, let's say, a U.S. senator or a uh, or U.S. House rep, you better have an organization and money with you. That's just the reality of how the game is played. And I wish it weren't a game like that. But, uh, you know, this is not Mr. Smith goes to Washington territory these days. Just saying. You know, you so got... I, mm-hmm. I still have the question, though. Um... Uh, other than talk and collect his pay, as I watch these dams being taken out, what exactly has Cliff Bentz done? Well, remember, you're one vote out of 425. What has he tried to do? Okay. What at, has he said when he's You know, at, at this point, at this point, I think there was too much water under the dam, so to speak, for much to be done about, uh, about uh, the Klamath Dams. And what really, the only thing that really probably would have uh, been helpful is if the areas involved in people around here had actually engaged in lawfare and sued like the environmentalists do. But nobody did. Yes. All right. That's what I was hoping for and I was talking about. Yeah. All right. But I'd have been glad to get in on that. Yeah. But you see, nobody did it. You know, they were expecting somebody else to uh, to do it. They were very, the opposition, very disorganized. What Cliff Bentz is doing right now, and I admire it, is that he's trying to save the Columbia and the Snake River Dam systems with all those power, with, with real power generating going on it. And he had the hearings the other week for the uh, Snake River. I think this was uh, two, three, four weeks back that he did. That actually was something that was a, uh, a positive thing that he was doing. He's trying to head off the crap that the Biden administration is doing. I think it was too late to probably save the... Uh, the, the climate, there wasn't enough support in Congress to be able to do much about that. He can't do much as an individual Congress critter. You'd have to be able to get everybody so else to join I, you. Should I still, should we still support him? I don't know. I'm still, you know, it, it's like I flip-flop back and forth, too. It's like, oh, that, that my, the impeachment vote still irritates me to high heaven. Because the time to have done it would have been last year, would have been ripe to do it. Now that we're in the election season, I don't think anything is going to happen. So to me, it doesn't, how close it doesn't are we? Up. How close are we to being smacked with a central bank digital currency? Pretty darn close, I think. Pretty darn close. Mm-hmm. I wish I had better news for you, but uh, you know, the, the plan is what the plan is. I suppose. 
And, of course, that also tells you how scared the system is, that they're, they're afraid that they can't keep the wheels uh, on the wagon much longer without uh, doing something serious like that. I could be wrong and hope I'm wrong. I pray I'm wrong about that, all right? 823, thanks, uh, Deplorable Patrick. Hi, KMED, KCMD. Good morning. This is Don. Don. What, what a, a lovely opportunity. And you think the problems are primarily at the county level. No, I'm well, not thinking that the problems are at the county level. I'm thinking that the resistance to the problems is going to be better off at the county level because sure. you're, not going to, you're not going to affect the problems at uh, the national level right now. Okay? <laughs> yeah, we can't identify the problems. The problem is at the level of the individual heart. And if you... You know, I hate to deal in personality so much, you know, name names, but uh, Jesus is in a manger every year. People are reminded that he can't help America because he's still in a manger, right? Isn't that right? Well, I I don't think about Jesus as being in the manger, but please continue. I just want to know where you're going. The city of Medford takes public money every year. And it reminds us of the, the beauty of Christmas. And that's why we're free, see, because we can have Christmas. Oh. And this is part of the, the, the deception <laughs> that okay. prevents the public sector from helping us. They are uh, in a cush job, and they're not going to jeopardize that. The same with the elected, the ends. And I'm, I'm telling you that Jesus didn't just love everybody. He singled out what were called Pharisees, calling them hypocrites, the Sadducees, hypocrites, and sinners. Then he specifically identified publicans. Now, what are publicans, Bill? They would be politicians. That's the public sector, yeah. which is the largest growth industry yet. And and they're not going to challenge those that, that bring their, their daily mush, what they eat, and, and that gives them the promise of an early retirement with a uh, a second home in uh, uh, the Virgin Islands. Okay. In other words, the in other words, the Oregonian, the Southern Oregon heart must change as part of this, as part of reform. I, I'm suggesting that your real enemy is the public sector that thinks it's your your king, your lord, your master, and and when you're you're paying property taxes at this level uh, to do the cradle to the grave Marxist society. Now they want to insinuate the spiritual aspect into that. Good for them. They've used that as a part of the uh, George Orwellian mind control factor. And I'm not making this up, and I will add specificity at later dates. But uh, the, the real problem is at the heart level, and the public employees who reject their public, what is called the oath of office, they all hate it. Now, I can give you an example later I, I don't want to touch on today. But, yeah, there's a great sickness going on. Guns are a, a tipping point. Firearms are an indicator species, if you will, of the legislation going on. And uh, I did know John Boyle. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah. Well, well, the thing is, though, when uh, when you see so many of the uh, of the publica, as it uh, as the case might be, and also of the public class, wanting to uh, to take people's ability to defend themselves and or fight. You can be pretty sure here, Don, that it, it's uh, because the plan is that they want to do things that would make you wish you had them. That's all. Okay. All right. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Seven seven zero five six three three. How you doing? KMD, KCMD. Good morning. Welcome. Bill, it's your friend Brad here. Happy New Year to you. Hello, Brad. Welcome. 
So, so uh, yeah, hey, th- thanks for have, having, uh, you, you know, the, the Oregon Fire Federation guy on. I mean, he's sort of a voice crying in the wilderness. A lot, a lot yeah, I, I get it. And I know, you know, and he's kind of like, he was on a stream of consciousness rant today, you know, really. But the thing was that he was right about what he was saying, you know, about these uh, these challenges in which your own friends, supposedly, politically, are not necessarily yeah. working for your benefit at this point in time. And it's about uh, covering backsides and staying in power. Or anything else? Yeah, yeah. Well, the the political dance in Oregon is is comp. You know, when I when I was a kid growing up in Oregon, the the majority of the body body politicians uh, were were. I mean, there wasn't that much difference between a Democrat or Republican or anybody else back then. And we were all business friendly. We we're all low tax, and but but all that all that changed. But what what I did want to say is is that I think uh, Cliff Vance is doing a tremendous amount of good work. You know, but there's there's show horses and there's work. And in, in, in my view, Cliff is a workhorse. He could probably have a little bit better uh, PR department talking about what he does. But, but again, you pointed out he's just one of 435 representatives. It's almost like somebody calling into your show and saying, hey, Bill, how, how come you're not fixing all these problems with the New York Times and the Oregon? And you're going, wait a minute. I'm just this one little radio station you yeah. know, by Coastal Media here in Southern Oregon. I, you can't hold me responsible for all this other stuff that's going out there, and and and, they, and you'd be right. But what you can do, though, is hold is hold responsible when uh, when the votes are not necessarily wise. And I still question the impeachment, the lack of impeachment. And I think the problem and the what has concerned me about the impeachment votes or the going against them in some cases here, Brad, is that they don't really want to go there. As much as they talk to voters who want impeachment and they want to see some people politically hang for it, so to speak. Um, I don't think there's a stomach for it, which uh, is not real helpful right now, because when you see such a corrupt system on so many levels and no accountability, and the only accountability aspect that we have is either throw them out of office or impeach, to not impeach right now some of these uh, people in the Biden administration is a dereliction of office to many voters. something that's very true, which is folks like you and me are really wondering why there hasn't been some accountability for all the hanky-panky that's obviously been going on, and, and, and you're absolutely right. Yeah. But I do, but I, I, I would like to, to point, point out something on about the county thing that you were talking about. You're talking about how important it is at the county level. Re- regardless of what somebody's opinion might be on Colleen Roberts, Dave Daughter, and Rick Dyer, this is the truth. We've got about a $600 million budget, and every department in our county is fully funded with about an 80% reserve, and our PERS liability, unlike so many other counties in Oregon, is fully funded. So what what I'm saying is, is regarding of any political leanings, uh, in in my opinion, just based on – and you know that I I keep track of a lot of different counties. Oregon has 36 counties. as, As the Builders Association, we work in all 36 counties. I can tell you from my perspective, just based on physical responsibility and discipline, Jackson County is the best managed county in the entire state of Oregon from a financial point of view. And let's say that's true, all right? All right, I'm not discounting that. But the one thing we have to consider in the long term, though, is being fully funded and fiscally responsible going to save us from the depredations that the state is if all our counties— will for will never rock the boat when it comes to the state 
All of them, not just Jackson County. See what I'm getting at? It's like it's one thing to be fully funded in a uh, well. We're fully funded in a uh, in a perfect little slave slave ship to uh, Portland and in Salem. You know that kind of thing. What is accomplished? That kind of thing. So you're going. You know where we see the battle going in the future. Right. You you make you make a good point. And money and the point that you're making is this: money is power, especially in, in the political arena. So. The stronger you are financially, the more the more horsepower you have to resist bad policy from the state. Ah, good so point. If you take a if you if you take a really poor county, like for instance, my my home county, Klamath Falls, is very poor. I think uh, I think it's probably on par with Josephine County. Josephine County struggles financially. Those counties have very little e- uh, economic horsepower to push back with against the state. Jackson County does. The Jackson and, and they and they and they have. Okay. CFAC, the old climate friendly, equitable communities, Jackson County was one of the few counties that pushed back against that and they did because they could. Ah, that's a very interesting point about where the financial power and prowess can be helpful. Very good. And thanks Correct. for bringing it back. All right, Brad. Appreciate the call. Let me grab one more here and then we'll get into news. Hi, KMD, KCMD. Who's this? Go ahead. Good morning. Scott from GP. How Scott. Are you doing? Fire away, Scott. Okay. Um, you asked about the uh, counties. I say, yes, the counties are where people should be most active. But even in counties where you've got um, a larger city that is con- controlling much of uh, uh, the political process for most of the people, uh, you still have to deal with the uh, cities also. But I'd like to make a point here on one of the reasons that we have so much problem in government is because of the moral decay in our culture and society. Government is really just a reflection of the decay of morality of the people, in other words. Well, it right? is. And most, mm-hmm. most people are, you know, not necessarily most people are doing really bad things, but most people are not living. Um, well, let me, let me put it this way. Here's, here's what happens. Uh, Proverbs 29.2, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked man rules, the people groan, and people have not been able, given enough to groan about yet um, until we get really down, and then people start saying, oh my gosh, what happened here? Mm-hmm. And by then, it's too late, and it's going to be a real struggle, much worse struggle, to bring things back to where they need to be. So, uh, you know, a lot of Are you then implying, Scott, that uh, there needs to be a cycle of, uh, of lean in order to, yeah. or, or a real yeah. problem in order to, uh, to, to set people right, so to speak. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. And, and it could yeah. be just the uh, natural order of things. Appreciate the call as always. Thanks for checking in. All right. 833 KMED KCMD. Mm, good. Artisan Bakery Cafe new owners McKay and Jamie and their two sons invite you to come enjoy unique European style pastries made fresh daily in South Medford for over 18 years. Baked goods the way they ought to be. Delicious and out of this world satisfying. One memorable bite after another will leave you wanting more. From cupcakes to almond bear claws, rich butter horns, fruit filled scones, cupcakes, beignets and more. 1325 Center Drive next to South Fred Meyer, 245-3500. 
Happy holidays and a fantastic new year from Dusty's Transmissions in Central Point. To all of you, thank you for making Dusty's a part of your journey mile after mile. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or diagnostics, their expert team ensures quality you can trust. Wishing you and your loved ones joy, peace, and safe travels this holiday season. Dusty's Transmission says cheers to a new year filled with endless possibilities and smoother rides ahead. Dusty'sTransmissions.com. Quality you can trust. Have a great and safe holiday season and a happy new year. Siskiyou Pump Service and Rotary Drilling Company takes pride ensuring their customers get fresh, clean water from field to tap. Here's a review from Joe. I had a water softener in my well pump house and a reverse osmosis system installed. I had absolutely no problems before, during, or after the installation. The on-time technician was professional, knowledgeable, and skilled. I would absolutely recommend Siskiyou Pump Service. Providing fresh water for Rogue Valley residents for over 50 years. Visit SiskiyouPump.com. Do you have an electrical checklist at your house that needs to be completed? Call Completed Electric Plus. Need a dimmer switch installed? Completed. Fan installation? Completed. Breaker problem? Completed. New plug by your favorite chair? Completed. Electrical jobs around the house get completed quickly, expertly, and affordably with licensed techs from Completed Electric Plus. Specializing in residential electric jobs, call Completed Electric Plus and check those jobs off your list. Visit them at completedelectricplus.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Did you know one in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced? O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery for free. If your battery needs to be replaced, our professional parts people can help you find the right super start battery for your vehicle and budget. Don't wait. Get your battery tested for free today at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 836, we'll catch up on news here. And do keep in mind that we're going to have that $20 gift certificate that maybe you can win here before I'm off the air this morning, before Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Okay, Diner 62 Real American Quiz. That'll be good stuff all coming up on KMED and KCMD. Good morning. I'm Molly Smith with your NBC5 Morning News Update. Medford police are still looking for the driver involved in a possible felony hit and run that took place New Year's Eve. Yesterday, we told you a pedestrian was struck at the intersection of South Grape and West 10th Street in Medford. MPD says the victim was taken to the hospital for a head injury. The suspect has not yet been identified, but MPD is looking for a silver Chevy Malibu with damage to the passenger side mirror. If you know anything about the accident, please contact Medford Police. And the Ashland Community Health Foundation is helping keep students warm this winter through its mitten, glove, and hat drive. This morning at 9.15, staff at each elementary school will be giving out hats, gloves, and mittens to students in need. K-12 students in Ashland and Phoenix Talent Elementary Schools are welcome to the items. And Mount Ashland Ski Area has surpassed its $40,000 fundraising goal, allowing them to bring two new projects to life. Mount Ashland General Manager Andrew Gast says that they raised $42,995 for a grand total of almost $83,000 after the board of directors matched the original $40,000. This year's projects include a youth snow sports dome as well as relocating the Poet Rope Toe to the train park. The next step is to get approval from the Forest Service, and once that goes through, they will start those projects next summer. 
And that was a look at your morning headlines. For NBC5 News, I'm Molly Smith. This hour of the Bill Myers Show is brought to you by Johnson Builders, Southern Oregon's leading authority on post frame and steel buildings for over 20 years. If your garage or overhead shop door needs service or repair, please consider American Industrial Door. They have experienced and professional technicians with a fleet of trucks that can repair and service any door or opener. And if you need advice or just have a question about your door, just give them a call or stop by either showroom. They've been your garage door experts in Southern Oregon for nearly 40 years. American Industrial Door on Crater Lake Avenue, north of Vilas Road and on Union Avenue in Grants Pass. The delicious options seem endless at Freddy's Diner. Okay, here she comes. No hesitation now. I'll go with a sandwich. Are you ready to order? Uh, Yes, I'm going with the pastrami Swiss bacon club, please. Excellent. Fresh cut fries, battered fries, sweet potato fries, tater tots, onion rings, JoJo's, or a green salad. Oh, boy. Would you repeat that? Tune in next time as our intrepid diner grapples with a dipping sauce. Freddy's Diner on Main and Old Town Eagle Point. Open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day for lunch and dinner. Bill Meyer with Sharice from No Wires Now. So glad I switched to Dish. And if your listeners have DirecTV or cable TV, they're paying too much. And you made it easy to switch. Plus, I got the Hopper DVR and Dish's very cool voice-activated remote. Call today. Tell me what you have, how much you're paying, and I think you're going to love Dish. I'll even help you lower your existing internet and cell phone bill. Call Sharice like I did. 541-680-5875. NoWiresNow.com. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Internet and cell phone service are not provided by Dish. The Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMET and 99.3 KCMD. 840, open for business time here. Randall's back from Advanced Air. Hey, Randall. Keeping people warm? Keeping people warm on a uh, foggy 35, 36-ish degree morning, I suppose, huh? Welcome back. Yeah, people are people are finally closing their windows and turning on their furnaces and trying to kick things kick things up for the winter. It sounds like. Yeah, and uh, are you uh, noticing the the general the general thing which happens in which uh, this is when the HVAC explodes in flames <laughs> and then they call yeah, you. Yeah, you know it's, it's not it's not as perhaps sensitive as in the summertime. You know, people without AC um, uh, become far more impatient than people without heat. It's amazing. People can go without heat for. For a long time, but uh, no, we are seeing an increase in uh, in calls for uh, for for no heat for uh, furnaces that are down, and uh, for heat pumps that need to be uh, serviced. So we're doing that uh, around the clock. We got guys that are that are rolling on those calls, uh, making sure people are online and have heat. Yeah, myadvancedair.com. By the way, you can find out more about that or call seven seven two sixty eight sixty six. And you want to be a Comfort Club member, right? There's a good reason for that, right? Yeah, for sure. And to me, the the greatest benefit is is priority service when things get busy. Times such as now, um, you know, we we serve our our existing clients first and make sure that they have uh, their needs met. Uh, certainly, we have the capacity to take on more than that, but uh, those are our priority. Uh, our customers are our priority. I remember the time Thank back in, in during some of the peak times when things have been breaking down in the summer and or the winter, in which yeah. it would take two to three weeks in some cases yeah. to get the specialists to get techs to be able to come and take care of business, right? I mean, that's just the reality of where it goes. And so yeah. 
being yeah. being a member of the Comfort Club means that uh, well, you're special, I guess, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, prior, priority service. Yeah, and there there are times when we are only serving our our Comfort Club members. Uh, usually, it's in the summer, and there's you know several weeks there where it's it's our focus is solely on our existing clientele. All right, let's focus on uh, some of the deals you got uh, going on right now. As far as rebates, any specials or tax credits? Anything going on with that right yeah. now? What is heating with heating? Yeah. We have a great uh, advanced air rebate, and nobody else is offering this, and it is on Bryant crossover and ductless mini-split products, up to $1,000 instant rebate on Bryant crossover, like hybrid systems that are using uh, mini-split outdoor equipment with conventional indoor equipment. Uh, and and mini splits. So there's a a significant savings there. And then that can be combined with other rebates, such as some of the Energy Trust of Oregon rebates um, that are, there's a whole, if you go to the ETO website, there's a whole list of of HVAC related um, rebates that are available uh, and significant savings. I mean, thousands of dollars in savings, Uh, but there are qualifications. Usually they're they're income based uh, and usually they're uh, efficiency based as well. You know, certain, calling out certain types of equipment. I would imagine that uh, if you have electric heating or electric baseboard heating or something like that, you would probably qualify for some of these things just because of the efficiency aspect, the energy yeah. efficiency of things, right? Yes. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Very yep. good. And uh, right. And by the way. Don't you take care of a lot of uh, rebate and uh, and paperwork issues when people deal with advanced air, if I recall? Yeah, we do all of that in-house, the front office. We have uh, an exceptional team that processes all of the paperwork for you. They can take a lot of the confusion out of the process because there's a whole <laughs> education uh, in in both seeking what you qualify for and then executing on on the applications as well. So we certainly uh, support you and and follow through on that. All right. And Randall's here once again from Advanced Air on Open for Business here. Now, uh, some of the things we wanted to uh, dig into, what's happening with the supply chain and uh, maybe even the parts that are going into it? Because once COVID, COVID hit before, I guess a lot of the uh, strain that's been going in trying to get stuff fixed and or repaired and or replaced, that's continuing, isn't it? It is, and there still is some some material availability problems. In fact, I just saw an article this morning on CNBC stating that uh, copper is expected to the, – the cost of, of copper is expected to raise about 75% over the next year or so. So there's still a lot of volatility uh, in the in the marketplace, and some of that is based on new codes. Some of it's based on new products, uh, and and just the supply chain in general. We are seeing a movement in our industry of more uh, aluminum sourced parts, including coils and whatnot. Uh, but still, when you get into mini split and ductless technology, a lot of that. Is is utilizing line sets, so there's a lot of copper involved. So yeah, a lot of copper, a lot of copper piping in that. Sure. Now, yeah. now aluminum, aluminum's not as uh, efficient though at uh, taking care or transferring heat though as copper, is it? Or isn't it? If I recall correctly. You know, you know they've made some some tremendous strides in, in innovation, but yeah, I mean, it's some of that conventional stuff uh, is is still superior in my mind. Um, Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're trying to meet codes and efficiency standards and everything like that. So they have to roll out new product to, to help achieve those uh, those benchmarks. 
Are we now, uh, given what's been and going actually, on? Oh, yeah, let ahead. me let me yeah, sorry to interject, but one other thing too, one of the reasons in material changes is uh to lighten uh equipment loads. So you know, there's a lot of structural engineering uh required on these building renovations and when they're going to more uh, aluminum-based parts, uh, it lightens the equipment load and and doesn't require as much uh structural engineering as well. Okay, so you have to think about the weight, too, and so aluminum right. lighter than uh, copper. I imagine that would be yeah. a benefit of that. I don't want to get off in the weeds on that. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, just, just thinking about that. Of course, I have a uh, an old car that has a copper radiator, and you're making me think, boy, I better get that radiator rebuilt sooner <laughs> rather, well, you rather know, than later. So, you know? More and more, particularly with the, the, the increase in interest rates, we're seeing people fix what they have rather than replace it. And, you know, there, if you have a, a 20-year-old heat pump or a you know, 20-year-old furnace, um, there's a good chance that, that re- repairing it would be worthwhile. I mean, uh, the cost escalation on some of these replacement systems is, is expensive. Um, and so we're seeing that uh, trending for sure. People are repairing what they have, trying to get more life out of it. Maintenance is key to that. Make sure you're changing your filters. Make yeah. sure you're oil and lube in your equipment, just like a car. You know, it's and you use your HVAC equipment far more than you drive. And the point being, though, is that you now I recall that you know we had Advanced Air come out and take a look at my system you know, a few weeks ago, and it's actually in good shape still. It's still it's still yeah. working okay. It's an older system. But I got to tell you, I know damn well that if I lost a compressor on that, given the cost oh, yeah. of the compressor, and given the fact yeah. that it's a 20, 22-year-old system, if I lost a yeah. compressor on it, it would be insane to replace that. And then yeah. I think it's R12, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, R- a few generations back, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the, maybe it's 410, I don't know, but even 410A is uh, is yeah. going out and these are the sort of things where you know you look at you know uh, 800 to a thousand dollars just for refrigerant for a 22 year old system you really do you are presented with those kind of things it's one thing to replace a circuit board or a run capacitor right, right? you know those kind of things right. you know that makes sense well, but, well and and more and more of this late, latest technology is is electronic there are far more electronics involved in some of these new, you know, modulating communicative systems. Uh, and and in, in a sense, there, there, is, there is more, there are more fail points. You know, you know, there's nothing wrong with a robust system. The other thing I'd like to add, too, is you don't always notice the, the energy efficiency on a smaller property uh, that you would maybe on a larger property. So therefore, it would be a, a, a longer break even on um, on a replacement. So those are just all things that are worth considering as you get educated on on potentially replacing or or deciding to repair an existing system. Yeah, but you're definitely uh, you're there to help out because you'll you'll help fix or you'll help replace. Yeah. It depends on what is yeah. uh, best for the customer. Uh, best thing to do, though, is just get in touch with my advanced air. You can find out more about the rebates and the various deals. You're a Bryant dealer. You And by the way, uh, you deal with Bryant and genuine equipment and things like that. You know, you're not buying the stuff online. And that's I think I bet a lot of people get hurt on that, though. Right. A lot of times with uh, oh, yeah. just buying yeah, no name stuff. Calls. Yeah. Every few days we get calls requesting us to install something that somebody bought online. And just as a corporate policy, we don't do that. We don't know where that part has been, uh, if it if it's functional, uh, if it's damaged, um, and then oftentimes there's no warranty associated with it. So typically, if a consumer is buying 
something online, it's going to be significantly cheaper. But there's no cost of install included in that. There's no warranty included in that. And those are those are things that are important, uh, especially uh, with the complexity of some of these things. And your comfort is on the line. All right. Yeah, we're talking about a real Bryant dealer here, Advanced Air, myadvancedair.com, 772-6866. Thanks for being on Open for Business, Randall. You be well, okay? Yeah, th- Catch thank you next you, time. It's uh, 10 before 9. Now time for the Diner 62 Real American Quiz. Kind of the palate cleanser, as it were, here, after all of this uh, big talk we've been having this morning. 770 $20 gift certificate for Diner 62. First one of 2024. Maybe you can win that next. Did you get your truck a Christmas gift? Well, if not, no worries. Two Dogs Fabricating has plenty of trailers in stock and priced right. Two Dogs is Southern Oregon's source for Delco and Iron Bull trailers with 10, 12, 14, and 20-footers. Tilt trailers, too. And our dump trailers come with slide-in rear ramps, a 10-gauge floor, three-way spreader gates, and pullback tarp system. Go shopping at Two Dogs Fabricating on Bryan Way off Sage and Medford. When you hitch it up, your pickup will instantly forgive you for that innocent oversight. Paid for by Uplevel Rewards. Paid participation and other terms and conditions apply. At your portrayal. Hey, where did you get all that cash? You mean this $750? Yes, that $750. Where did you get all that cash? Since it's January, I went to JanuaryCash25.com and got $750. You got $750? Yes. Just go to JanuaryCash25.com this month and follow the simple instructions on the site. Once you finish, the $750 is yours. It's that easy to get $750? It is, but only in January. You just answer the basic questions on the site, complete the deals they show you, and get $750. $750 sent to your Venmo or PayPal. I'm always short on cash. I'm going to JanuaryCash25.com right now to get my $750. Ready to get your $750? Get started right now at JanuaryCash25.com. Remember, this offer is only valid in January, so go to JanuaryCash25.com. Just go to JanuaryCash25.com. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. Go to JanuaryCash25.com. That's JanuaryCash25.com. Don't wait until this month only. Go to JanuaryCash25.com. 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 How can you avoid the stress and headaches of selling your home in today's market? Hey, it's Lars, and let me tell you, the only agent in Medford that can save you from all that stress is Jared Hokanson with Hokanson Realty. Don't let the negative media reports about interest rates stop you. Get the facts from a professional. Jared has years of experience and in-depth knowledge of the market right here in Medford. Jared has the right strategic options for you. And in this market, when he puts his marketing to work for you, that strategy helps attract the right kind of buyers at the right time who are willing to pay top dollar. Jared even guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agree to, or Jared buys the home instead. Real estate expert and Shark Tank star Barbara Corcoran and I both recommend only Jared Hokanson in Medford and in Southern Oregon. Call Jared today at 541-772-SOLD or go online to 541-772-SOLD.com and tell Jared Lars sent you. Hi, I'm Jolene from Phoenix Auto Center Tire Pros, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. 853, the Diner 62 Real America Quiz. And we're into a brand new year. And they've added something to the Diner 62 menu, which I highly recommend. I've had them a couple of times. They are so good. They are monster good. It's a crispy chicken sandwich. They've had grilled chicken sandwiches before, but now they have crispy. It is absolutely delicious. Avocado available on that, along with the burgers, the omelets, the salads, you name it. Randy's delivering. Classic roadside diner serving all the standard Americana breakfast and lunch. Diner 62, just south of White City on Highway 62. 
That's the Diner 62 part of it, okay? Hi, Chris. How are you doing this morning? Welcome. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Well, it was January 3rd. In 1973, Chris, that a 12-member group headed by George Steinbrenner purchases the New York Yankees for $10 million and bought it from CBS, which owned the team since 1964. Now, the group included CBS's Yankee president, Michael Burke, who briefly served in that role under Steinbrenner, known by many as the boss. Steinbrenner goes on to become one of the more controversial owners in sports history. George Steinbrenner made his fortune in the shipping industry, had a football background, He served as a graduate assistant at Ohio State under legendary coach Woody Hayes. Now, the question for the win this morning, Chris, what what percentage of the Yankees did George Steinbrenner own at the time of this purchase? Was it A, 0%, B, 1.7%, C, 8.3%, D, 16.6%, or was it E, 51%? How much of the Yankees did... Old George Own at that time. It's one of those I, five. I would say 51. 51%? That makes a lot of sense. And that's a sensible answer. It's not the one, though. He he owned less than half of it at that time. Let me go to Kevin. Kevin, you're up here next. How you doing? Good. Good, Bill. Thanks. You're welcome. Kevin, is it 1.7? I'm sorry, 0, 1.7, 8.3, or 16%? How much of the Yankees did George own at the time when he bought it? Let's go with B, Bill. 1.7%. Yeah. You nailed it. He didn't own very much at that time when he bought it. His initial investment was actually $168,000, which was a little less than a 2% stake. However, over the years, he ended up uh, wrestling majority ownership of it. And four months after he bought it, Burke resigned his position. And when he died in 2010, Steinbrenner owned 57% of the team. And like Hayes, Steinbrenner had a bristling personality. A former Yankees general manager, Bob Watson, once put it, if things go right, they're his team. If things go wrong, they're your team. (laughs) I love that. That's a typical way of dealing with the boss here, Kevin. But... I tell you what, we're going to send you over to Diner 62. Hang on, let me get your address and we'll make it happen, okay? It's 856. We'll have another one on Friday. Diner 62 quiz on KMED and KCMD. Since this is the sappiest time of year, we're sending out a multitude of gratitude for giving our Garrison's family a great 2023. You helped to transform many a home and revitalize many a community. We didn't do it alone. You made this happen. Thank you for your awesomeness. These days, there are so many ways to celebrate the season, and we don't want to turn this into anything ho-ho-hokey. So, however you celebrate, happy holly stuff and things from the gang at Garrison's Home, Garrison Sleep, and Garrison's Warehouse Clearance Center. Winter in Oregon. It means rain. Waterlogged soil expands as it saturates, and that pressure can impact your home's foundation, sometimes even allowing the rain to get into your home. Terra Firma Foundation Systems can help. We've got your back. Terra Firma is the Northwest solution for safer foundations and dry basements and crawl spaces. One easy call can protect your home this winter. Click GoTerraFirma.com, schedule a free evaluation. CCB 173547. That's GoTerraFirma.com. 857 and change. Let me do some more emails of the day. Emails of the day. And that's sponsored by our friends, uh, Dr. Steve Nelson, Central Point Family Dentistry, CentralPointFamilyDentistry.com. And there, on um, 
I want to say Freeman Road. It's right next door to the Mazatlan Mexican restaurant. You turn right on exit 33 if you're coming from Grants Pass area. You turn left if you're you know, coming from Medford. And then you go over to the McDonald's. Then next door to the McDonald's is Mazatlan. Then it's Dr. Steve. By the way, if uh, you are looking for some dental care, they will sell you dental care supplies like water picks and things at cost. They just want to make sure everybody, everybody you know, has that kind of care. All right. Pat Corn, uh, Patricia writes me this morning. Bill, okay, Pat, you don't want me to say your name. Okay, all right, don't put your name on it then. I'll do that one tomorrow. <laughs> and then we'll mix it up, all right? Oh, all right, there we go. Asante, there is not a lot of um, sympathy for Asante coming in this morning. I'm going to give this to DL. Bill, I'll be interested to see or hear when this employee at Asante joined them. The old adage, this, of course, is about the nurse uh, that is accused of you know, stealing the drugs, right? The old adage, you reap what you sow. Asante brought this onto themselves, in my opinion, after forcing all of the well-qualified nurses out due to the jab requirements and replacing them with travel nurses, uh, nurses rather, then not requiring the travel nurses to have the jabs. It's a laugh-out-loud kind of thing. I know several long-time employees who were forced to leave, sometimes out of state, to a less authoritarian healthcare system. Look at what they did to the people who lost their jobs and careers and had given them years of service. They cared more about the money the feds gave them than they did about those individuals and their families. In a sixth sense, I hope they go down in flames. They're going to get what they deserve in the end. Karma's alive and well. I appreciate your writing. I don't know if I want to go uh, where you're going, but I certainly appreciate DL that uh, take that we don't know the whole story at this point, but I have my suspicions. I know that some of the best and the brightest were forced out of Asante. And what came in? Could there be some relation? I know even with Linda, when she was getting medical care, they ended up uh, getting rid of people that had 30, 40 years apiece, some of the most experienced people there. Could this have contributed to the situation? Hopefully we'll find out. This is Bicoastal Media's KMED and KMED HD1, Eagle Point, Medford, and KCMD, Grants Pass.